Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Knock, knock. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Who's there? Why would anyone bother me during the Merineum? Piss off, I'm too busy finishing off all the leftover chocolate and crisps before January starts so I can then get healthy and by that I mean lose the stone I've gained eating all the leftover chocolate and crisps. No, no, wait, do answer the door because listeners, it's me, Tiernan Duyeb here at the Partly Political Broadcast and I do hope you've had a lovely week of minimal family arguments. But look... It's very nearly 2020, or as I call it, the year of the owl, because 2020, right? It sort of, I mean, it kind of works. Try harder. But also because I'm a dad, and that's exactly the level of jokes that I make now in order for my daughter to grow up hating me. What with the new year imminent and the new decade, depending on your levels of but there was no year zero party bore chat, it is, of course, time for the podcast tradition of some future predictions from the prognostibator and snorecaster, that is, Nustradamus. Tell us, O oh confused sayer, what will the politics of 2020 bring? Greetings, Wackalites. It is I, Nostradamus, the man who doesn't tell it like it is because I'm too busy telling it like how it will be. I have just finished celebrating Christmas 2035, where turkey has been replaced by jellyfish, but most people say it's preferable to the years under President Erdogan. So now that I've finished my blankets in blankets, which due to the levels of extinction in 2035 are in fact just blankets, and my, they are very chewy indeed, it is time for you to go forward and me to go back and look at the year ahead, or behind, for me, so let's come together and be middling. For 2019 was a year that in the future many historians don't look back on because it'll make them wretch, and they'll unanimously agree to refer to it as the blip, a moment in time best glossed over. Museums will be encouraged just to commemorate it with a small booth containing a parental advisory sticker and either a 30-second clip from the film Cats or a 404 error code. But will it be more of the same in 2020, or perhaps different but with a familiar odour of like something has died behind your radiator but you'll never be able to find it and every time the heating's on it's like you're cooking up a roasted turd? 
Well, yes, yes, it will. But don't worry, as I, Neustradamus, will now give you the prescience to understand what lies ahead. Oh, no, sorry, it's pronounced pre-science, isn't it? On account of there being absolutely no evidence to my methods whatsoever. So, 2020, what bring you to the picnic of life? I do hope it's sandwiches. In July, Boris Johnson will lose track of which lies he's told and what's actually true, leading him to denounce Brexit as something cooked up by the opposition and gaslighting the idea that it ever happened. This confusion leads to hard Brexiteers denouncing leaving the EU as the sort of thing communists want, and they insist that the UK not only remain, but actually we move our entire parliament to Brussels. Nigel Farage is arrested after leading a brigade of octogenarians into a budgins to smash all the overly bent bananas. The European Union, in horror at this turnaround, declare that the UK is no longer welcome as part of the EU and build large walls in the middle of the Channel with Jersey becoming divided, East Jersey and West Jersey having dramatically opposed ideologies about how best to avoid tax. Meanwhile, Remainers, so adamantly opposed to everything Johnson does, insist Brexit did happen and how dare he ignore the will of the people, demanding that he won and should get over it. The withdrawal agreement passed in January though, so ultimately it's all very pointless anyway. Very little preparation is made for Brexit, but one big government announcement declares the M20 in Kent as the first ever new hipster lorry contemporary flat developments, so that when it becomes an endless roadblock, it instantly fulfills their starter-home housing quota for the first time in ten years. In March, the Queen will suddenly die, or at least pretend to die on account of being horrified at the thought of ever having to read anything else written for her by Boris Johnson's government. It will happen during a special episode of Bear Grylls the Island, where her Madge, in order to stave the other contestants, throws herself off a cliff edge while gripping onto Joe Wicks. However, she uses Wicks's body as a crash mat, allowing her to survive and hide on an island nearby for the rest of her natural life, aided by staff that Prince Andrew has had illegally trafficked there. As a consequence of this, no one is left to guard Prince Philip and he's arrested after shouting racial slurs at a pelican crossing that he's been trying to hump for three days. Meanwhile, Prince Andrew publicly announces he's no longer Protestant but is instead going to join the Catholic Church as apparently that will fit his own personal beliefs better and no one there will ask him any tricky questions. Boris Johnson's government will bring in 50,000 new nurses, as promised, and that all happens by April, but they are, of course, all Playmobil ones carefully positioned across various hospitals. As patients complain, Matt Hancock will announce on breakfast television that it's the patient's fault for not being small enough for the nurses to help them, and if they were true British people, they'd only be about 7.5 centimetres tall, and anything else is traitorous. Hancock will then insist that he and the government are all that height and during all photos and press interviews, Larry the Downing Street cat will be brought as close to the lens as possible to make him look appropriately bigger than the Prime Minister. Boundary changes and voter ID will all be brought in by November with England redrawn so that Dominic Raab's constituency of Escher and Walton will be consistently extended so that wherever he travels to he's always actually near home as otherwise he gets scared and has panic attacks. The ID that will be needed at elections will require voters to show a list of names they've considered giving any offspring, whether they're having them or not, and if none of those names align with any of the cabinet's first names or anyone mentioned in the song Mambo No. 5, then you're barred from voting. 
In February, Priti Patel, influenced by the TV series Watchmen, brings in the Home Office policy that all police officers must wear masks for their own safety. But also, in an attempt to ban the burqa, makes all mask wearing illegal in March. The entire police force then arrests itself, which overcrowds the prison system, something Patel fixes by allowing any non-mask-wearing criminals to be freed and granting them the power to arrest the mask-wearing police. By June, it's deemed safer to be in a prison in England than outside of one, but the idea of giving prisoners the vote is still unpopular with the public. Boris Johnson spends his entire time in the Caribbean, insisting that he's better able to protect the country from there. In September, Jacob Rees-Mogg signs the Book of Azathoth during a dream and is never seen from again. In July, Ian Duncan Smith, now knighted, tries to gallop through the country on a horse on a personal crusade to flick bogeys at anyone he sees not at work. His attempt is thwarted by a horse with severe tendon injuries that was forced into service by IDS after he saw it in pain and assessed it as absolutely fine. Sajid Javid comes under fire by everyone when his Brexit budget contains absolutely no money for medical supplies, but he's put six million aside making sure bankers can still get croissants from Pret. In March, due to an influx of members who've never really liked the Labour Party joining the Labour Party, absolutely none of the candidates running for leadership win on account of Twitter being able to find something wrong about all of them. Instead, Labour gets an interim leader who's a potato that someone's drawn a face on. But after the potato announces a policy of nationalising crisps, two factions of the party say the face is actually a racist caricature and the potatoes are discriminatory against people who don't like potatoes and the process starts all over again in July. By November, Labour is deemed a proper party of the people after nearly every single member of the public has had a go at being leader, after which they go for rotating guest leadership, which goes horribly wrong when Boris Johnson gets a go and everyone just treats it as though it's a bit of fun. After the withdrawal agreement goes through, the Lib Dems trial a number of new political stances and slogans, ranging from yellow's a nice colour, isn't it, to come on, please at least try, and even we're sorry about Joe, but she has gone now, promise. Finally, they settle on just monkey tennis, which gains them six new members. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. With the Brexit party now gone, Nigel Farage's reform party only lasts two months before it becomes obvious that most of the people he appeals to are terrified of more change. So instead, using all the money he's gained from the Brexit party and reform party memberships, he starts the That'll Do party, where he'll spend the year travelling around the country pointing at things that are already there and demanding that someone make sure they're still there and continue to happen, while somehow blaming the possibility that they might not be one day on immigration. Britain first, after many of their members join the Conservative Party, get thrown by Johnson's pandering to Trump and his America first ideal, but then three of their members learn to read and find out that second is in fact the best before changing their name to Britain third in the hope of chest hair gain. Racism in the UK continues to increase until pollution levels get so high due to government inaction that everyone appears green and no one has the lung capacity to shout things. Instead, due to a typo, hat crime becomes a thing, with nationalists insisting on only wearing fascinators and flat caps and denouncing anyone who wears a trilby, Stetson or foreign head attire. The 7,004th Labour leader, an eight-year-old boy from Ilkeston named Davy, is called the biggest threat Britain has ever seen after he wears a baseball cap with a propeller on after getting it for his birthday. Robots. Oh, God, there are robots. In the US, Donald Trump's presidential re-election looks like it'll fail when he tweets at 4am during August asking if anyone knows when in August he tweets at 4am in the morning asking if anyone knows Elizabeth Warren's three-digit security code on the back as he wants to fraud her card to order a ton of inflatable party sheep and Nicolas Cage pillows. However, at the final Democratic caucus due to an admin mistake, it's announced that La La Land is their winning candidate and as a result Trump wins the presidency for a second term as no one really liked that film. Greta Thunberg causes outrage when she says that all she wants for her generation is to be alive in their 40s and have food and stuff. But several commentators call her selfish and inconsiderate and actually they insist it will be really good for children to swim every day as at least that way they won't be obese. Finally, all these things will be very big in 2020 should you wish to get in early with the trends. Chard, candles that smell like a two-star hotel foyer, Andy Peters, round things but with one pointy bit on them, remakes of reboots but with a cast entirely made up of cardboard cutouts and a man called Stuart carefully moving them all for every scene, punch your neighbour day and of course shoes that look like gloves and gloves that look like shoes. There is of course more that will happen but I know how people feel about spoilers so I'll leave it there. May you have a fantastic new year, even though, as you've heard, there'll be that whole robot thing, which, oh god, I mean, it's just awful. What I can yet again predict, though, is that it will, as always, be interesting, and occasionally made much worse by weekly instalments of the partly political broadcast, which should bore you to sleep in between being kept awake by concerns you've not boarded up all the windows in time for the purge. And let me tell you, you haven't. Good luck out there, moi.
yeah, I mean, I doubt any of that will happen. But then last year, Nostradamus did predict that Theresa May's withdrawal agreement deal would go through after they called it not May's deal. And that is kind of what happened, uh, really, only worse. Anyway, uh, this podcast will be back in a few weeks once I've finally digested the last roast potato and can use my computer without getting out of breath again. But until then, please do pop a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like. Donate to the Kofi or Patreon so my new year can start with caffeine and spread the word so at least 2020 gets even more people listening to this and hopefully laughing instead of crying. That is this show's only aim. This podcast may not be on any top podcasts of the year roundups, but that just means uh, it's cool and underground like... um some crypts uh yeah this podcast is exactly like some crypts but if you're doing any lists and you fancy popping us on please do it's always appreciated anyway i hope you have a very happy new year and in fact some snappy new gear and i'll see y'all in 2020 bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.